Welcome to the new Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, The Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of My Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. Here's some exciting news. Thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of the Cat Film Festival for free on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV. Hope you enjoy listening and watching. I am back with Ingrid King, who's the author of any number of books about cats. She really is, in all good senses of the word, a fantastic cat lady. Uh, the conscious cat being being where she hangs her hat on, on the Internet. But this new book, Tortitude, the big book of cats with a big attitude, is fascinating to me. Ingrid, welcome back to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me, Tracy. I didn't know. I had heard this rumor that something about tortoiseshell cats that they were somehow different i thought oh fooey that can't be right and here i have a big book of cats with a big attitude is this true or is it a myth that you simply are perpetuating you have all these great photos <laughs> kate benjamin took a lot of them and you have these individual kitties and their pictures they're so fascinating looking and great quotes from history and literature and what have you about cats in general Tell us about torty cats. What is this a true thing? Um, well, I'm on my fifth torty, and they've all been very different from other cats, so there must be something to it. Of course, five cats is probably not very representative, <laughs> but then I also hear from you know many of my readers, uh, my my social media followers with torties that they really do agree that tortitude is real. And while there are no scientific studies, um, I do believe that, you know, there, there's something about tortoiseshell cats or tricolor cats in general that really sets them apart from other cats. So let's talk about, because you do a little bit of the science before you do a lot of like, uh, I don't know, Facebook meet and greets with all these gorgeous kitties. Talk a little bit about the science behind torties and the and the chromosomes and so forth, because it, there is some genetic component to coming out with this interesting color combination to sort of describe what torties are for those who think they know, but probably don't. Uh, well, torties are a tricolor cat, so they're either they're usually um, black and brown and tan and reddish um, pattern, like a brindle pattern. Almost, I guess in a dog right. you would call it right. a brindle. Um, and uh, there's actually an interesting difference between uh, what's called a torty in the United States versus in the UK. Uh, in the U.S., we consider torties, uh, you know, tricolor cats that don't have any white. In the U.K., they call uh, calico cats torties. So it's a little confusing, but for for the purpose of my book, I've included uh, any cat that has the distinctive tortoiseshell uh, brindle pattern, even if they have some white with it. And then, of course, there's also 
uh, dilute tortis. They also have the tricolor pattern, but it's a it's a muted form, and they they have these beautiful gray and almost bluish and and beige colors. Uh, so that that's a little variation on the theme, so to speak. So a calico would be multiple colors, but white is included. Is that how we view it in the U.S.? Uh, well, a calico has patches of uh, red and uh, tan and brown and then also white, uh, whereas a tortie has the brindle pattern. So uh, if a cat has the brindle pattern and some white, I would consider her a tortie with white. But w- with some people, that's up for debate. And again, there's nobody, you know, of a scientific position who has ever said this is exactly what a right. tortoise should be called. And so. there is no, there is no tortoiseshell cat police who are going to say uh uh-uh, uh that exactly. does not exactly. But what's interesting <laughs> about this tortoise issue, it, it, the things that we're talking about are sort of how many angels fit on the head of a pin, and we often hear that when we talk about purebred cats and dogs, i.e., ooh, that dog or cat can never be in the show ring because it has a dot of white on its chest or a patch on the tip of its tail, and this breed can't ever have white, which is all the angels on the head of a pin. But we're talking about random cats. This isn't a purebred issue. It's a coloring no, issue. No, absolutely not. So it's interesting to me, why has this become such an object, a a sort of a topic of fascination that it has names in different countries and people debate it? Why do you think that that in itself is of such um, fascination to people? Uh, Some of it may have to do with the with the lore. You know, there's there's all these legends of tortoises that have brought good luck or, you know, tortoises are known as the money cat because they're supposed to bring you fortune and fame. So maybe that's, uh, you know, a little yes. bit of, of the reason for that. And you know, I'm, there, I'm sure there are plenty of similar stories about cats with other colors, you know, about tuxedo cats, about orange cats. I just haven't looked into that as much as I've, you know, looked into the, the, the whole tortitude aspect. So, um, you know, I I think every cat is unique. Every cat has a unique personality. There are some commonalities of cats with certain color colors, but ultimately each cat is an individual. And for every tortie that's feisty and uh, hyper and, you know, maybe a little temperamental, there's also one that's super laid back and sweet. So I want to be careful that, you know, this is not profiling. This is not saying all right. tortoises are like right. this. This right. is like picking up on generalities about cats with this particular coloring and, and just kind of running with it, so to speak. Well, I think it's fascinating because you talk about a lot of the mythical folklore in many cultures. So there's something to this idea of these multicolored cats with or without a touch of white. For example, the Celts continued, considered a good omen if a male tortoiseshell stayed in their home. Which is interesting because I imagine that Celts originally didn't really have cats in the house, right? Wouldn't they have been more in the barn or outdoors? That's what that's what I would think. I think that that particular you know legend probably gets at the fact that male tortoise shell cats are extremely rare. Right. There was actually a study about that at the I think it was University of Michigan or Minnesota. I should know this, but Missouri. one of the two M's. Missouri, because I'm looking Missouri, at Missouri. Thank you. I'm looking at your book, so that's uh, it's uh, one in three thousand. Uh, tortoiseshell cats is male 
And that has to do with, with the uh, genetics and that topic makes my head explode. So please don't make me <laughs> repeat this on the air. But uh, that probably is the reason behind some of these, you know, ideas that male tortoiseshell cats bring you luck. Or, because they're you so know, few are, up. Right. Because it, they are few and far between. And as you point out in the book, um, this chromosome imbalance, which is what gives them their coloring, if they're a boy, one in 3,000, because of the chromosome imbalance, which causes their coloring, they're sterile. So that's really interesting, too, is like the end of the line ending with that cat. Right. It would be a great solution to TNR, wouldn't it? The, well, there you go. <laughs> Just get lots of traditional Maybe cats. The boys would be sterile. They'd all be happy. We wouldn't have to catch them. They could just keep very yeah, quiet. Yeah, maybe we need to think about how can we mess with cats' DNA. Yes, yeah, that, no. wouldn't that be great? It really would. It would solve this whole problem of community cats and 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 their hardships. But calico cats, there's myths about them as well, or or are they facts about how few of them are male? Is that the same issue? And I, I believe it's the same as with tortoiseshell cats. I think it's really the, the tricolor cats. Um, male tricolor cats are rare, so it's probably about as rare for calicos as it is for tortoiseshells. Well, there were there's some other great folklore that's just fun that you've brought it together. So the English folklore has it that warts could be healed if rubbed by the tail of a male tortoiseshell's tail during the month of May. So there are these warty people <laughs> with a wart on their nose and a wart on their foot, and they have to find a male tortoiseshell, one in 3,000, not so easy. And then hang on to it until May and then rub its tail on your wart. That is a little primitive. But the Japanese one's great. Japanese fishermen believe that male tortoiseshells protected their ships from storms. Okay, but also from ghosts. Does that mean that Japanese fishermen believe there are ghosts? Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. So, I mean, you find out all kinds of interesting things about cats being omens of of good luck not necessarily bad luck right but good luck and what kind of good luck so the money cat how do you think that came about that having a tortoise shell means you're going to be rich you know i never was able to get to the bottom of that um some of it may have to do with the coloring because some of them have that you know that gold color but I was never able to really get to the bottom of that one. The only thing I could think of again is that maybe it has to do more with, you know, that maybe the male tortoise shell is supposed to make you rich again because it's rare. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I don't know. How's, you know, that, how's these, that worked for you, Ingrid? Has that been working for you well, all your torties? I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so all these wonderful pictures, many of them taken by you and, and many taken by Kate Benjamin, the house panther gal. But others are from, are these from many of your followers on the Conscious Cat, which is such a wonderful website? They send you their torty photos? Well, yeah, I opened it up to photo submissions when I when I knew I was going to do this book, and I wound up with uh, over a thousand photos. So wow. for about two months, I had the really cool job of sifting through all these photos and figuring out I had to get it down to about 80 that could be in the book. And, uh, you know, of course, they needed to be good quality, uh, yes. high resolution and it, it really was hard to, you know, narrow it down to only about 80 pictures because I got some really amazing photographs. Um, and it, it, these cats are just so beautiful to me. And to, to really, really spend two months just looking at pictures of well, beautiful fun. cats. 
how cool a job is that <laughs> for you of all people that was like yeah right walking in, a, in a field of 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 wildflowers there there's one cocoa bean from rawway new jersey that that just jumped out at me as having this extraordinary orange gold stripe down his the nose of his black face and a big lion's mane ruff of orange on the black and i thought man that looks a lot like a norwegian forest cat or a or a, a Maine Coon cat, and sure enough, you have a really, a really nice page that shows. I don't know. There must be twenty or twenty-five purebred cats, all of which can exhibit the tortoise shell coloring. So that's interesting, right? I mean, absolutely. It, it's across so many different breeds. So are they in the yeah. showing for people who show their purebred cats? Is it something highly desirable? And wow, you get first prize just for showing up in your tortoise shell outfit, or what? <laughs> I honestly don't know enough about, um, you know, the whole show cat, uh, you know, how all that works. So right. I, I couldn't answer that question. But to me, it was important to include that in the book because so many people think tortoiseshell is a breed. Right. And it, it most definitely is not. It shows up in a lot of different breeds. It shows up in long hair, short hair, medium hair. Um, so I wanted to include that just to, you know, get people to understand that it's just a coloring. It is yes. not a separate breed. And I love that you got them from all over the world. I do remember hearing once and thinking that must be an old wives tale that there was a high price. And now I'm really wondering, it probably is true that if someone wants to, if someone finds or rescues or adopts a tortoiseshell cat, that they can sell it for a lot of money because there's a tortoiseshell that well, it has a value. Well, I think that goes back again to the myth of, you know, the male tortoiseshell cat being so rare. Well, that's not a myth that they are rare, but right, right. then the myth is that they're worth a lot of money because they're rare. They're not. I mean, that's, that's a total It's a kitty cat. It's myth. a kitty cat. But do you think that there yeah. is some dope out there willing to spend 3000 I'm making up a number of dollars, to have a rare cat? I mean, is that people always want to have what, nobody else can have or what very few people can have, right? I mean, they only make 60 Ferraris a year or something. So the people yeah, that have I'm, to have something I'm other probably. people can have. So do you think, have you ever heard of anybody trying to sell one for a bunch of money? No, I haven't. Okay, I haven't. Good. But I so suppose don't anybody out possible. there do that. Yes, don't do that. Yeah. Though. Just yeah. keep your go to your Go to your local shelter. And if you really yes. want a tortoiseshell cat, go to your local shelter. I'm, I guarantee you, you will find one there. That's right. They're not that rare. <laughs> right. Only the only the males are. So yeah, what, are yeah. you going to do a book of some other colorings or some other? It, this is such a beautiful book. And for cat lovers, as you said, just a delight to look at the beauty of all these cats from all around the world. Are you planning on, I don't know, a, an orange cat book? I'm not planning on it. I mean, obviously, my heart belongs to torties at this point. I have two. And before these two, I had another set of two torties. So um, that was really kind of what got me started on this I particular bet. book. But, you know, you never know. You never, you never know. know. But having a pair of them <laughs> makes you doubly rich and you won't have warts and you're not going to have ghosts. It's going to be great. You just keep up with and those. And hey, pers- if I ever get a ward, all I got to do is wait until May and rub their tail on it. I know. It's going to be great. You don't hear people having warts much anymore. Like witches, witches <laughs> in, in children's fairy tales seem to have warts on their nose or something. Well, the book is beautiful. Uh, there'll be a link to it with the podcast of the show. It's just lovely. Tortitude, the big book of cats with a big attitude. And if yours has a big attitude, great. And if it has a a small attitude, at least it looks fantastic in, in that outfit. Thank you so much, Ingrid. It's a pleasure talking to you.
Thanks, Tracy. Take care. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey, so your cat's appetite is satisfied longer without compromising her health. This is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food to your cat, even as part of her diet, although I recommend that canned food should always be your cat's primary diet. Feel free to reach out to me with questions or comments to radiopetlady at gmail.com. Now pop over to Amazon Prime or Tubi TV where you can watch streaming versions of the Cat Film Festival for free. Also thanks to Dr. Elsie's.